when you get into radio, there's this idea of we will have a conversation with some incredible people. It's true. Can you think of bucket list people maybe that you've had an opportunity to talk to or people that you'd still want to talk to? Oh, that's a good question. I think I would like to talk to maybe someone from the royal family, just because. Oh. <laughs> you know Sorry, me. So, so if you're listening, royal family. Yeah, anybody. Re- reach out. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we've had a chance to talk with Toby Mac or Michael yeah. W. Smith or Amy Grant. And you think of music and Christian radio. Those are kind of like the big of the bigs, if you sure. will, right? And I think the artists that we have an opportunity to talk to today would probably be one of those checklist type of artists. Absolutely. And I'm so excited for today. It's... It is a bucket list. You know him as Mr. Kirk Franklin. Yeah. And we will uh, have a great opportunity to talk with him and his life. But I kind of wanted to reflect on because I think that he has both played a role in both yours and my life. And the first thing that I thought of when you had said, hey, by the way, we're going to have a chance to talk with Kirk. The One of the very first times I performed. Remember Drimes? Yes. Church. <laughs> Drums still exists in like VC and they have like different like groups across Canada. Okay. So I yeah. think they're like called human videos. Like Drime was the brand. Okay. I was a part of a group called Steadfast. I didn't know this. <laughs> Tell me more, please. <laughs> we had so much fun. We had all kinds of street ministries and we would, you know, act out uh, different songs. And we actually did a Kirk Franklin song. Okay. Cause uh, remember, I think it was, it would have been 90. Ooh, Google this. 97 was when he released Stomp. Oh, yeah. And so we did whatever it was. And there's a video of it somewhere where I'm wearing white sunglasses thinking I was super cool. And that's the first thing I thought of when you said we're going to have a chance to talk with Kirk Franklin. And I'm like, thank goodness that I don't have the videos or the pictures because this would embarrass me so much. I need to track this video no, down. You do not. <laughs> I need to see this. Oh my goodness. So funny. Yeah. I think for me, my most memorable moment with some Kirk Franklin mu- music was sitting around yeah. the kitchen table with my family. Um, mm. my grandmother had just passed and she was a huge part of our, our family, obviously, but just like a big part of my life and my spiritual walk with God. She was just such a yeah. huge encourager. As most grandkids do, it hit us so hard. And so we're going through trying to pick out all the pictures for the obligatory slideshow. And I just no. remember being quiet. And then we're trying to pick out music for it. And then I was like, what about this? And I hit Kirk Franklin smile. We all burst out into tears. And this is like one of the happiest songs ever. <laughs> like... It's about smiling, even when you're going through difficult situations. And I just, I felt as though she was there smiling and she was like, hey, I finally have my memory back. She had dementia. And so those last days were really hard. And I just felt her like smiling and like, I'm here, I'm dancing with Jesus. Don't be sad. But I couldn't even handle like not being sad at that moment. So it's been 10 years, I believe, since she passed. And I can finally listen to the song in its entirety and and just like appreciate it for what it is but it wrecked me it was just such a great fit for the season i was in 
it just really spoke to me. So uh, a man who's had a, a 30 plus year career in music, everybody would have their stories. I would love to know what your stories in that are as well. We'll get to that later yeah. um, where we, we hear the encouragement, uh, whether it's on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, uh, we just love to hear from you. But uh, yeah, there's just, uh, there's something to be said about an artist, whomever mm-hmm. that may be, and a song that will hit you right when you need to hear it. Yeah. So no matter what platform you're enjoying this on, if it's YouTube, if it is on uh, Instagram or a podcast platform, make sure you subscribe, download, uh, rate, review so that you can actually hear the full episode and be able to enjoy it and share it with your friends. The Why Me Project, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good, man. How are you? We are doing good. We're living life. And you're living life on a bus right now. Yeah, man, living life on a bus. But I'm excited to be coming to Toronto tomorrow and bringing this incredible tour. This is amazing. We like to ask this guilt testing question, Kirk, because we never know where it's going to go. And that is, who are you and where did you come from? Well, my name is Kirk Franklin. I come from uh, Fort Worth, Texas. That's really about it. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Short, sweet, to the point. It's um, one of those things, too, where uh, a lot of people can look at artists and they're like, oh, wow, like I've seen their stories and you have an incredible story to share. And I think community is a big part of how we grow and how we survive these stories. And so for you, how is music and especially maybe the people on your tour helped you navigate just going through life and still worshiping God and creating great music? Well, you know, because I didn't grow up really with, with a lot of family, the people around me really became part of this extended family for me. You know, yeah. um, they, they, they become the siblings and the sharing bits. And that's why community has always been very important to me because it's really been my definition of family. When did you realize or uh, that you had this talent, that you had the opportunity to make music a career? You know, you don't really no, it, for me, it wasn't until it started happening. Mm. And when it started happening, then you become aware of, okay, well, there's something there that apparently people want and, and really connect with. But, you know, for, for me, is I never had the confidence to just naturally believe that there was something in me that people wanted to experience or that something in me that could lead people to the conversation of faith and to the talks about their relationship with Christ and 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 their pursuit of God in, 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 in really tangible ways. Going from a, a, you know, a season of life where you're young, you grow up in a very precarious situation, and now you find yourself in the opportunity to give back in some pretty incredible ways, spe- specifically going on tour. Uh, what's it like just being able to be in this position now and reflecting back on maybe some of those, those harder days? Oh man, it's amazing. It is, it is, it is truly amazing, truly appreciative of the fact that, you know, by God's kindness, I've been able to, you know, just continue to do something that I love to do and want to do. And I'm very grateful that God has been there every step of the way, even though I haven't always deserved it or earned it, which truth is I never will be able to deserve it or earn it. It's, it's just very kind to see God's, God's hand when, when, when I know that a lot of times I've disqualified myself. You you look at you and your career, a, a singer and a songwriter and an author. Is there a certain pocket that you love? Is there something that you just feel? Is it 
Is it recording albums? Is it being on stage? Is it doing things, you know, charity work? I love it all. I enjoy it all. I enjoy the opportunity to be blessed with the, with, with the, with the, with the moments of getting a chance to do it all. Like it, it, it is all surreal for me. It is all humbling for me. It's all amazing to be able to have a chance to do all of that. Um, you've got a documentary on your website. You talk about being homeless. You talk about having an incredible career. You talk about being a death survivor, uh, public shame. But this year has been a, a huge year for you and your life journey. What has 2023 brought you? Oh, man, it's brought me a lot. You know, I, uh, I uh, was exposed to truths that I didn't realize were truths being, uh, being adopted. Mm. And finding out that the people that I assumed to be my biological parents, especially my father, was not my real father. And then um, from a series of just random conversations, another individual is my father. And and so that started a journey that has been very painful, traumatic and life altering. And so um, that's my new uh, uh, sojourn, right? <laughs> And in life right now is this discovery of, of of these new experiences. I'm not saying that it's easier, but does it make it easier being an artist where you have an outlet in music and you're able to express maybe some of those feelings that other people use in a, in a different way? Oh, God, yes. God, yes. I wouldn't be able to do it without that. So to be able to have that opportunity, it is really uh, life-saving to be able to have an outlet because that could have crushed me easily. And, you know, I'm still having my moments of it in different ways, in various ways. And so, yeah, man, this is the type of information that can, can make or break you. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. We've had some other guests who've been adopted. And for some, it's been a huge blessing and it's saved their lives. But for others, it's been very confusing. And it's been mm -hmm. a very challenging road to navigate. And they would say it's it's complicated. Yes. What, what are some of those things for you just with the, the complication of it all that is, is keeping you um, grounded. We said the music, but I mean, in life, there's so many different ways to be able to create a meal of, of coping. Well, really, these are the main things right now to be able to be on tour, uh, mm -hmm. to be able to work on new music, uh, and then to try to find other creative outlets because, and, and, and then, you know, when I'm, when I'm not being lazy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> pursuing, pers pursuing the relationship with the Lord and, and time with him and fellowship with him and, uh, you know, and, and, and so these things are all necessities when life has been turned upside down in front of you. And that's why we do the podcast, right? This is why we do mm. the radio shows that we do. It's to like encourage mm. people when they're going through those valleys and how do you get through and why can't it be easier? I mean, you've gone through so much. Why can't the reps just get easier? Like when you're training? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, those are the things I think that push us to being used for those that are still in the storms, for those of us. Uh, that 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 still need more molding and shaping and bending, you know. I I mean, you know, the 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 clay is not able to tell the a craftsman how long I need to be on the wheel. You know? <laughs> I mean, I've just got to, you know, I just got to stay on the wheel. I was uh, mentioning to a friend of mine that we were going to have an opportunity to talk, and and he had said these words, not mine. He's quite the trailblazer. And you look at uh, Gospel or you look at CCM or you look at CHH and the name Trailblazer and Kirk Franklin are kind of one and the same. Do you feel as though you've been a trailblazer for many genres of music? No, 
<laughs> then no, why not? And, because other people see it differently. Yes, you need to receive yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you know, but 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 you know, once once again, I think those are the definitions and patterns that also make the journey problematic, right? Because we're as you're trying to always deconstruct those things and try to find identity and in, in in Christ and in your faith, then you know these terms become often antagonistic, you know, mm. in their relationship with you know, less of me, more of him, right? And so, you know, it's the difficult dance that we live. It's the dichotomy, yeah. you know, of 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 the Christian experience, right? You know, you know, and so we're always trying to find our way to the pure things while wanting to be pulled into, okay, what did they say about me? Oh, okay, what did yeah. they think about me? Okay, well, is that hot? Okay, how many did I sell? You know, <laughs> it, oh no, oh no, it's about glory for God, it's about Jesus, but so you know, it's the Jekyll and Hyde man of of the Christian journey that we all find ourselves in. Yeah, and it's a struggle no matter what industry you're in, even just being a Christian. No matter what, yeah, mm. no matter what, yeah, yeah, it's, and, and uh, that's it's why tough. you see me that that's why you see me so open about it because I don't like when people feel like that they're alone. Yeah, when Christians can feel like, okay, well, there must be something wrong with my Christianity because I find myself, you know, kind of like an ADD, you know, kid, you know, you know, like, you know, you know, squirrel, you know, you just turn yourself back and forth, squirrel, you know, you know, you're just turning and, 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 and they need to be reminded of, no, that's the journey. Yeah. That is the journey. While we're on this side of heaven, we are pushed and pulled because we live in bodies that are not heavenly yet. Yet. Okay. I found a quote. It's not from you. Don't worry. It says anxiety comes from trying to do it all on your own. Peace comes from putting it all in God's hands. And so I saw this. I deal with anxiety, uh, a mental health fun mm -hmm. journey. That quote kind of reminded me of sometimes the toxicity that comes with the Christian faith, you know, because sometimes you need more. Yes, God is all we need, but sometimes you need extra support. You need the tools as well. So you can learn. Mm -hmm. So I found that quote kind of interesting as we live in a day and age Beautiful. where you said deconstruction and, and it's important to ask questions has asking yes. questions and constantly deconstructing and reconstructing and challenging quotes like this that you see. Um, has that always been a part of your spiritual journey or is that something you've acquired? No, that's always been mine. I've, I've, I've always been inquisitive and I've always been is I guess an outlier of Let's let's get to the pure parts of what we do and and who we are and not the ritualistic approach. I think it, that 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 so many people find comfort in the ritualistic components of faith. That faith never really works for them. It, hmm. out, outside of the rituals, uh, you know, go to church, dress like this, talk like this. You can't do this. You can't do that. And those that pursue that type of that type of pilgrimage, I think that they find burnout. They yeah. find themselves in spiritual burnout at some point. And so I've always been wanting to go, nah, nah, the, there's got to be more to it than just emotional up and downs. There's got to be something cemented. It's got to be something fundamental. And, you know, whether it's me studying apologetics or mm -hmm. me, uh, uh, having conversations about the, the imperialistic approach of church leadership and the authoritarian, uh, rules that, 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 that we put more emphasis on the people in charge than the God of our souls, you know, you know, just all the things that, you know, uh, that unfortunately colonized Christianity has, has created in America, uh, has always kind of created, 
this more imperialistic approach to this is what you do, this is what you don't do, this is the right, this is the wrong. And it's a hard way to build a love relationship with anyone that way. You know, it's, 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 it's when you're leading by a list of rules and a list of to-dos, that doesn't create an intimate approach for the heart when it comes to building something with someone you can't physically see. And so, um, yeah, I've always been that guy to want to have that big conversation. Yeah, I think this day and age, it's so important. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are questioning. A lot of people are like, why are you even a Christian anyway? Look what Christians have done. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to make that differentiation between um, Christian as like my relationship with Jesus compared to big Christian culture, the rules, mm-hmm. the, the the rituals. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you, you know, having studied apologetics, how do you explain that to someone? And have you adopted that into your music as well? Yes, yes, yes. I try to, and I try very well to uh, uh, um, um, be articulate and intentional about Western Christianity is not synonymous with Jesus. Mm. You know, that, 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 that Jesus and Western Christianity do not always equal the same thing, that, that it does not always equate to the hard life of Jesus just because in the West, we we have politicized Christianity. We 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 have personalized it to be what benefits us and 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 what makes us feel better about looking down upon others. And so um, these things are very very important for me for the survival of the conversation of Christianity within Western culture. Because again, this exodus that has happened over the last 20 years from people believing and the, uh, uh, and all of the deconstructions again of whether, of whether it's uh, the move of pluralism or just the modern way of thinking that, that changes the conversation of Christianity's necessity. These things are very, very important for the survival of the faith. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it all. You know, <laughs> it's, I want all the smoke. <laughs> you can give it to me. <laughs> oh man, it's so important, especially with like the music, the words. I feel like that's such an incredible way in 2023 to reach people and, and where they're at. Now, our, our show is called Why Me Project. And so we like to ask our guests if they've ever experienced a why me moment in their life. And that could be in a valley when things are going horrible and you're just like, why me, God? Or it could be in a mountaintop where you're just humbled that you're in this and God shows you for this. I think I feel more why me's when it comes to what God has allowed in my career. I mean, you know, I'm 53 years old. And the fact that for 30 years, God has been kind enough to let me be a part of his family. I was like, why me? You know, to be out on tour and blessed. I mean, you know. You know, Jesus and arenas. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we we out here doing Jesus and arenas, and it's like, you know, why me? And I'm just very thankful, extremely thankful, and very glad to be a part of this. You talk about having a, such a, a long career. Is there any other specific goals, maybe, that you have personally? I mean, you're award winning, and you've toured around the world. Is there any other things that Kirk wants to do? You know, I love some some of the uh, adventuring that I've been blessed to do with television and film. To be able to write uh, content, create content, to be a part of more visual content and programming. You know, is is I love having conversations that can still push people in vertical. Uh, ways. Mm. And so as I would love to, you know, if, if that's the Lord's will for me, 
would really love to continue to do that is I enjoy it. I enjoy pushing people and, and having conversations that make them think about life in a bigger scale. So no, it's been great. What is something that you would like people to really start resonating right now about their faith? Is that, that there is validity to it. That is not just a bunch of uh, Christmas uh, uh, kid stories. That is not just yeah. a bunch of just, just, just wishes that there's historical content that, that, that 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 even scientists, uh, many there 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 are many scientists that are monotheistic that 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 believe that someone had to have the bang happen, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. that that there's purpose for each and every human soul, and so I just you know want people to know that historically and academically there's enough conversation to believe that God is real, he, he's real and he exists. And he is in the details of human life. We got one show in Toronto. What? Who do I got to talk to, Kirk? What do I got to do in order for you to come like <laughs> all the way across Canada and hit up more than just Toronto? Oh man, I would love that. I would love that. Let's see. Um, man, I would love to do more in Canada. Are you serious? I would love to do more than just Toronto. I would love to be all over and then get a chance to experience. I, um, I've never had a chance to experience just the beauty and just the land of Canada. I would mm. love that. Well, we would clearly love that, too. It's yes. a beautiful country, um, uh-huh. especially Alberta, Ontario. I mean, you've been there. You're coming tomorrow, or I guess when this airs. You're coming yeah. tonight. You'll be here with an incredible lineup. Who is the family that you are bringing to join our family in worship? Oh, man, we're bringing the incredible Ty Tribbett, Israel Houghton, the Clark sisters, David Attemba, man, full band, singer, stage. It's just going to be incredible. And, and we're doing all the songs that have blessed people's hearts. So we're doing all the joints, all the jams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. It's going to be a party. It's going to be like a big family getting together. And, mm. you know, you had mentioned that you are 53. Do you ever just at the end of the night could be like, man, I'm tired. I should add another cup of coffee. How do you keep the energy up? <laughs> <laughs> because I love what I do. I yeah. love what I do, man. I love what I get to do. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, you seem like a praying man. Mm-hmm. And so as you head into these shows, what are some of those things that you are hoping those attending are receiving? To just see how beautiful God's love for them can be. For them to be able to forget about the disparities of life for a moment and just to be around other people that are fighting to see uh, sun through the clouds. And so we want them to be able to come and just get it, you know, we'll wear your dancing shoes and we'll celebrate and we're going to take a time out from all the craziness in the world. That's Kirk Franklin on the socials, KirkFranklin.com. You'll see him one night in Toronto. We're going to do what we can. We'll start to pick it or something to get Kirk to come across Canada. My friend, <laughs> this has been uh, so much fun. And uh, thank you for hanging out with us. It's an honor. I appreciate y'all. Is that the first time that we've had an opportunity to talk to somebody on a tour bus? I think so. Today was a lot of firsts. And I'm just glad the internet didn't completely kaputs out. Yeah, on his tour bus. Yeah. He's got Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi just follows him. He's Kirk Franklin. Yeah. No, actually, I'm in, in my house. I'm really surprised oh. that my Wi-Fi didn't. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, it happened. And I just... It's really cool hearing about the things he's passionate about, about just letting people see the real Jesus and not the the culture of the Christian faith. There's a reason why that he is Kirk Franklin and I'm yeah. not. Yeah, because, I mean, so many reasons. Where do I start? Well, we, 
the singing. <laughs> um, but I mean, like you ask him questions like, hey, you're Kirk Franklin, you're a trailblazer. And he's like, no, I'm just me doing what God has given me the opportunity to do. Yeah. Where I mean, if you'd be like, I'm Johnny. And I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> I think when you've been through the trials that he has been through, he's yeah. walked through the fire. Um yeah. You know, like a trailblazer label is just, you know, he sees his everyday life. He sees his mm. moments that nobody sees him. And, you know, maybe there's that element of, ah, I'm just me and God's just using me. And let's just, let's just do life and, and love people well. And what I appreciate is each and every week, we're given an opportunity to talk to different people, different walks of life, different stories. And our heart is that you are encouraged by that. Yeah, 100%. And not, not, we don't do it enough, Holly, in um, to reflect on some of the messages that we get from people who listen to our podcast and bring about encouragement. I mean, yeah. we could, we could read all the ones where they're mad at you and I. <laughs> yeah, I know. You <laughs> but, laugh but too much, you blink too much. On, <laughs> focus on the positive. So I do have a, I, I just wanted to finish off because, I mean, it's, it's been such a phenomenal day yeah. to uh, finish off with a couple, uh, encouraging stories, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. First one says, and again, you could reach out uh, whymeproject at outlook.com on Instagram, on Twitter. I've been a listener for a few years now, and I've always appreciated the guests that you've had. I struggle with anxiety and depression, and I know that I'm not alone, but it is encouraging to hear that others struggle with what I also go through. So thank you and keep up the good work from James. Aw, James, I feel that. Yeah. I do. You aren't alone. I'm with you in that same um, boat. Brenda says, uh, Tim Hag Sr. was such an inspiration, such a great interview, and uh, I've listened to it now multiple times. Nice. And so, yes, Bert to go through what he went through? Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. And to be on an amazing race and then still be a part of an amazing race. Ooh. Ooh. I like how you did that. That was good. I love the song Honey in the Rock. I didn't know that Mitch was a part of it. I was thrilled to hear his interview. He was so humble and gracious about uh, his platform. Uh, please, uh, can we have more guests like him? Uh, that episode 299. Okay. So uh, you can go back, you can listen, uh, all the guests that we have, and we'd love to hear the stories on how uh, parts of their story have impacted your life. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, make sure you do all the things, the rate, the yeah. review, the download, the subscribes, yeah. and we can't wait to hear from you. Yeah. Thank you to uh, all the projectors and uh, check out faithstrongtoday.com. 